You are listening to the Doc Doc Goose Podcast. Hello and welcome to episode nine of the Doc Doc Goose podcast. My name is Sean Palmer. I'm one of your docs. This is Ben Imes. He's the other doc. Still a doctor. He did not lose his license this week. There's always next week. Always next week. You never know. Fingers crossed. <laughs> and our goose, Matt Imes. And quack. Quack. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I missed that cue. <laughs> and he still came in wrong. <laughs> still not doctor, barely a goose. <laughs> that's a good ter- that's a good tagline for him. <laughs> still not a doctor, barely a goose. <laughs> oh, hello you two. How are you today? Good. And, good. and now it's time for me to introduce our disclaimer. Yay! First of all, this is an educational podcast. We do mean that, yeah, in the loosest terms possible. But we are not establishing a physician-patient, PT-patient, architect-client relationship with you. Do not take this as such. Secondly, the views expressed on here do not reflect those of our employers. These are only ours. I just got an email about this. And uh, apparently I need to make this disclaimer. So, <laughs> for those of you who think that I'm representing all of Stewart Health, not true. This is just Dr. Ben Imes, Dr. Sean Palmer, and uh, Master Architect Matt Imes. Did you really get an email about this? Actually, it went uh, company-wide. I feel like I inspired it, but <laughs> either way, <laughs> I got the email. Wow. <laughs> What did it say? If you do anything on social media that even re- reflects poorly on our company and don't disclaim <laughs> that you are not reflecting us, we can terminate you. We'll come at you through full force. Full force of the applicable laws. You uh, see, I don't they know. can claim they can claim plausible deniability my company cannot because they sponsor this thing too (laughs) (laughs) they put their name on it (laughs) exactly now i'm working on uh if anybody from steward health is listening and you would like to sponsor us i know some of you listen so uh get in contact with us and uh we would love to attach your name all over this podcast (laughs) whether or not you want your name all over this podcast well that's different we would also love to attach your money to this podcast (laughs) Beggars cannot be choosers. While we're making disclaimers. <laughs> We've got another one. <laughs> things are multiplying like rabbits. <laughs> Which happens to be the health article. I've got. <laughs> Fantastic. What a great segue. <laughs> we really would appreciate some reviews on iTunes or whatever you listen to us on. Um, so we're going to start doing something fun. Oh. We're going to start reading our favorite reviews on here, and we need some good content for that. So if you could just go on there and 
say what you love the most about this podcast or even what you hate the most about it. But at least if you give us five stars while telling us what you hate about it, I'm good with it. I'll still read it and I will give your name uh, or I'll, I'll attach your name to it. So please go out and rate us. You're probably looking at your phone right now doing something useless. Why don't you just pop on over to iTunes or wherever else you listen to us on and give us that rating. Oh, hey, what if what if we offered a prize for like any review that's read on our podcast? Um, I did. It's surprised enough to be read on our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> if if you're in Arizona and you leave a five-star review and it gets read on our podcast, I will sit down and personally have a Yoohoo with you. And we will we will <laughs> share Yoohoo's together. Which now that I say it sounds a lot dirtier than I meant. But it's maybe. the chocolate drink, which is like my drink of choice. So Yeah, I was gonna say maybe explain what a Yoohoo is. Yeah. That's that's my bad. Big summer blowout. <laughs> Do they still make Yoohoo's? Dude, are you drinking expired Yoohoo's? Uh, I, they may or may not be expired, but I drink them all the time. Oh, okay. Like I keep two or three stocked in my office cold at all times. Wow. Yeah. So today is episode nine and we have started our new format, which means every other episode is health articles. So this is our look at the health articles of the last couple of weeks. Whether they make us smarter or make us dumber, I'm not quite sure, but we're going to have a little fun with it nonetheless. Who wants to start us off this week? Uh, Do we want me to start off this week? Uh, Sean does. Sean, let's have you start because you were telling me how excited you are about your article. What if I told you, gentlemen, that it is becoming a possibility that we can have infrared vision without wearing goggles wait we as in people or you and me and matt just just us we're, we're hoarding the this technology oh. no one else will ever be able to see this sweet i really shouldn't be saying this on the the airwaves Let's oh, do yeah. it. don't make people oh, no. feel guilty because they don't have access to this or jealous the good news is that was a big lie oh, okay it could possibly be out there for anybody in the future now, uh, the title of this article is An Ingenious Injection Can Create Infrared Vision. So I think it's a well-accepted premise. People cannot see an infrared uh, infrared vision, correct? I can't. I don't think either of you can. Um, there are animals on this earth who can. Vipers, pythons carp, tilapia, uh, salmon, uh, bullfrogs can even do this, but humans obviously cannot. Ah. Neither can mice, mm. except for the mice that are in Tian Zhu's lab at the University of Science and Technology of China. For he has discovered that injecting nanoparticles in the eyes of mice will give them infrared vision. So they they took these these lab mice and, they, and they've done studies before of actually wiring things into mice's brain uh, brains that that could help them to do this, but this is way less invasive. Um, and they inject their eyeballs with these nanoparticles, and they set up a couple of different um, 
let's say mazes or, or just scenarios for them where only the mice who can see in these in infrared uh, light would be able to like see the portions of this maze or whatever to go through. Okay. So obviously they think that, that over time they can continue to adapt this to where, you know, like, you know, soldiers going into battle or, or whatnot, they can inject this into their eyeballs and it's just, is a superpower yeah now the bad thing is in reading this where where i'm now thinking this part through is that they said that the um so so one of their tests is they had mice in two boxes one is, is more lit one's dark right so they were seeing if these mice that were injected are going to prefer one over the other so they'd say if they don't want the light box they prefer this darker box instead well it's because like their world is lit up right now because okay. they're seeing different ranges of, of light. Right. So they prefer the darker one instead. Um, I don't, maybe that wouldn't work so well if you put it into a human that's trying to, to fight in the day as well. Um, maybe, maybe they're going to prefer to fight at night. I don't know. What other uses for this? I really don't know, but this is an awesome way uh, that it's going. Did it talk about how long it lasts? Does it last like twenty four hours? That's what I'm looking for. I think it. I think it was temporary, but I'm trying to to see the exact time frame. So so far, they don't know how long they stay in the eyes. From what I read in the article, Um, they didn't get a very clear answer from the mice. They asked politely, but they weren't were very cooperative. And they they kind of have an ingenious way of doing it, is and where that the mice don't see infrared exactly. They put those little, these little uh, reactive nanoparticles, like they called them, uh, up against the photosensitive parts of the eyes, and then they convert the light into light that the mice can see. So mm-hmm. the infrared light. So it, I mean, it's a really interesting way of doing it. Uh, it's tough to say if it's going to be applicable to humans, but I mean, it could be really kind of cool. It is basically giving superpowers. Superpowers. Uh- yeah. I love this one. This one line says, although the particles didn't seem to harm the mice, the team will need to work out how long they stay in the eye, whether they get absorbed by the retina, whether they end up in the organs and whether they have any long-term side effects. Yes. Let's, let's iron that one out. Right. Yeah. Do they get absorbed and now they end up in your liver and now your liver can see infrared light. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be rough. So my question is, why do we use mice as test animals? Why not horses? Why not? Uh, I think that's a fantastic question. Uh, Mostly because mice reproduce quickly and abundantly. Horses take a long time to reproduce and only have one or two foals at a time. And so this way you can study generations. And also they don't have a very long lifespan. And so you can kind of see how it affects them over the course of their life as opposed to a horse which lives for, I don't know, how long do horses live? 200 years? 300 years? So, 200 years? I'm, I'm not I'm a veterinarian. I do people medicine. Sounds like a tortoise. Oh, I was thinking tortoise. Okay. I don't know. Maybe they only live like four years, but whatever. Horses <laughs> live longer than mice. I know that. My guess, how long do you think horses live, Sean? Uh, I'm going to say between 20 and 40. Uh, I was thinking... Wait, 40 what? Years. Months? Years? 25 years. 25 I, years? 
25 yeah. to 30. Yeah. Okay. You just Googled that. It says 25 to 30 right there. <laughs> does it? I'm not smart it enough does. to Google. 25 to 30. Yeah, wow. yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I was close with my guess. Four years or 200 years. Yeah, I was in the range. <laughs> and, the, and the gestation period is 11 to 12 months. Ooh. How long, long did you rice split? Uh, I'd say a year or two. Anybody got Google? Cause... Oh, it's got to be less than that. Oh, depends what mouse. Ah. The Pachyuromyces duprasi mouse lives five to seven years. Mm. The African pygmy mouse is two years. Hmm. Again, I feel like I nailed it. You're yep. welcome, gentlemen. <laughs> uh, okay, so Sean, we've got superhuman superhero mice coming out in the near future. They can first see infrared lasers uh, or light, and soon they'll be able to shoot lasers from their eyes. So, uh, thanks. That's a great article. That's really exciting. This is more to come. Okay. So my article was published not too long ago, March 13th, and is over in Fox News. And the title is Accusation of Dipping Testicles in Customer Salsa is No <laughs> Laughing Matter, Judge Health Defendant. <laughs> um, so this, this comes from quite over there. This comes from Fox News, which is a news station. So it's not necessarily a full-on article. It's but, more of a blurb. But totally reliable. So Totally reliable. <laughs> I mean, they, they were right about the Mueller investigation. So <laughs> come on. Come on. Fox News is like our best source right now for news. Anyways. Um... Going into this article, I'll read a few few little blurbs from it. Um, so it starts off by saying, a Tennessee judge was in no mood for nonsense on Tuesday. <laughs> After hearing a defendant accused of dipping his testicles in salsa that a customer ordered from a Mexican restaurant earlier this year. And the judge goes on to be quoted saying, What are you laughing about, Mr. Webb? There's nothing about the situation that I find cute or funny. It's abhorrent. <laughs> so, anyways, th this, so basically, this isn't like a real health article. At but, all. At all. But it becomes it by my question. So my question to you guys is I can't wait for this. Is there any disease or issues besides this being gross that can occur by somebody eating that salsa that had the balls dipped in it? I I, I just don't even know where to start. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got I've got a few things we can start with. So, so let's let's give the instance. So many questions say, I don't want answered. Say he didn't wash or take a shower for a week, and he it, it doesn't have to be balls. It could be finger. It could be a uh, toe. They dips into the salsa. 
Is that something that's a health issue? Yes. Yes, 100%. Please, why is that? Please don't do this, people. So remember, if you've ever gone to the bathroom <laughs> in a restaurant ever, uh, they say one important thing on the walls everywhere. All wash employees, your hands. All employees, employees must wash their hands. It's because yes. humans are dirty and there's always fecal matter everywhere. Uh, you think testicles don't have fecal matter on them? Uh, they're pretty close to that splash zone. <laughs> okay. That's point number one. Point number two, venereal diseases. Okay. Okay. What's a venereal disease? So an STD, an STI. So exactly. chlamydia, gonorrhea. Um, crabs. Crabs. Uh, herpes. Syphilis. Um, what else can we... Shankroids. Uh, I mean... There's lots Shankroids? I've never heard of those. Oh, those are fun. Um, they, there's lots of weird things. Hey, have you guys heard of a, something called jock itch? That's caused by a fungus. This guy could have been dipping testicular fungus into salsa, right? I mean, that is. Well, isn't no that that's what athlete's foot is? Just a fungus, right? Just a right. fungus, but you well, don't. Yeah, that's what that's I'm all. saying. You don't lick athlete's feet. You shouldn't lick athletes' feet. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, um, I'm, I'm still confused at why this incident took place. Oh, sorry. So, and, and did it take place out in the middle of the restaurant? Like, was he like doing a a, a, a squat like we would do around a potty, like over like two chairs, like on top of the the table? Is this no, during no, prime no, no. dinner time? So let me explain a little more. I didn't get much into the article. That's probably about what the guy said in court, too. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, yeah. Let wait, me explain wait, 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 a little wait, wait, more. Let me explain. I washed my balls. I had good reason for doing it, too. <laughs> so, so what the article says is the defendant was arrested last month, initially charged with felony uh, adult felony adulteration of food, liquids, or pharmaceuticals. <laughs> I didn't know you could do adulteration of food, liquids, or pharmaceuticals. But anyways. What does um, adulteration mean? I have never heard that word. Cheating <laughs> on different foods, right? <laughs> if you think of adultery, oh, hold on, hold cheating. On, hold on. No, no, uh, yeah, it, yes, you're, yes. You're cheating that food <laughs> by doing something it's not meant to be done to. So, Same with so adultery. He, <laughs> so here is yeah. the definition it's of adulteration. Good it's good logic. The, yes, it is. <clears throat> the definition of adulteration is the action of making something poorer in quality by the addition of another substance. If that is the definition for adulteration, there are many fast food restaurants that are guilty of this. <laughs> True. Yes. But the reason this guy got caught was <laughs> this is this is probably female, the weirdest part of this. Yes, a female driver, <laughs> delivery driver, with whom Webb had tagged along on January twelfth, recorded <laughs> Webb allegedly in the act and posted video online saying it, it was retribution for a small tip 
for the 30-minute delivery drive. <laughs> so, so somehow, this guy gets the brilliant idea to take a thing of salsa, dip his testicles into it while his co-driver films him, and then they post and it online. Who knows if he's driving during this also? This just sounds dangerous. Oh my gosh. It's so that like reckless endangerment as well? I think we're charging him for the wrong thing. <laughs> I think I think the takeaway of this article is be careful what you post online. <laughs> Anybody can take something, see it. And I think there are a few takeaways from this article. <laughs> I mean... Do Dr. Palmer, what's your takeaway? <laughs> Don't don't dip and drive. <laughs> don't dip and drive. Uh, you know, hey, people can barely talk on a cell phone. This dude's dipping his testicles and it's also while driving. Come on. Also, can we just say the guy who tipped eighty nine cent for a thirty minute drive? Try tipping a little more, buddy. Like, don't be a cheapskate. Yeah, I don't feel bad for the victim of this crime. <laughs> No, but oh, I'm kind of confused on that. So he got tipped, went back in the car, dipped in the salsa, and then said, hey, I forgot the salsa. Here you go. Well, I mean. What do you it, do there? It could it be something where you, you like, put the tip before they oh, arrive. Oh, okay. You're like, oh, here, I'm, yeah, you know, yeah, it's yeah. $19. Well, then the guy definitely deserved to have this done to him if he puts in a tip like that ahead of time. It, right. And then here's what, yeah. what I want to know is, does, does the, does the victim know that he was victimized by this? Like, was he like, was scrolling through Facebook one day and saw this video? He's like, Oh, oh that's funny. Oh. Wait a second. That's the guy that delivered mine. <laughs> yeah. I think, I don't know. It doesn't say, but I think anybody that lives in Tennessee and ordered Mexican food on January 12th, has some stuff to worry about. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. <laughs> Did you have any other takeaways from that, Ben? Ben, so can you <laughs> can you get uh, some of these STDs just by consuming it? Uh, so probably you're not. Let's say. Let's say. Oh, I mean, I'm, what are the chances it's okay. going to transfer? I, here's the thing. It's not necessarily that you're gonna now going to have chlamydia of the, the genitals because you ate <laughs> testicle salsa. <laughs> However, it may give you pretty severe diarrhea mm. uh, or cause you to become otherwise ill. Mm. Um, I mean, people put shrimp in salsa. Why can't you put crabs in salsa? <laughs> Oh. oh, that was too far. Too far, man. Too far. Jeez, Sean. Oh my gosh. Jeez, Sean. Took it too far. All right. I think it's time for some actual knowledge to be dropped here. It's like some ceviche. <laughs> Drop it. Look. Uh, Matt, that was actually a really good one. Thank you for that public service announcement. Don't dip and drive. Don't dip and drive. Don't mix mix seafood. But you should tip the driver. <laughs> please, please tip your driver. 
All right, health article number three. Man hospitalized after sniffing his own socks. <laughs> it gets worse. Tell more. Okay, this is a Chinese man who began to feel chest pains, uh, and so he went to the hospital. Um, he'd also started developing a cough. Uh, they did an x-ray, and they found something in his lungs that wasn't supposed to be there. Uh, they took a history from him and found that he had a habit of deeply inhaling from his socks on a regular basis after he'd been wearing them. He then took the fungus infection that was on his feet and managed to inhale it into his lungs. Uh, oh no! And started growing fungus in his lungs from wow. over-smelling of his socks. I didn't know that was possible. No, no, I, I didn't think it was either. Um, according to reports in the local newspaper, the Fujian Daily, the man told doctors that he had become, in quotes, addicted, in quotes, to smelling the socks he'd worn during the day. Wow. Isn't that awesome? Um, so, you know, so, this is, this is oh, not, this is not your quick, like, oh, are these socks clean or dirty? <sighs> you know, yeah. this is the, it's oh. like a, <sighs> <laughs> this is the cover your face with them and just enjoy. Yeah. It's like the scent of downy, you know, you're just like, they're smelling clean sheets. This guy was doing that with his socks. So when you first read the title, yeah. I, I was envisioning he smelled the socks, fainted, hit his head, <laughs> and that's he got injured in some way. Not that he he likes the smell and in took a fungus through sniffing. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sorry. That's uh that's, that's how it went. Did it say how he got treated? <laughs> With a lot of laughter. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I believe they treated him just like any other patient, Sean. Uh, they don't discriminate against sock sniffers. I mean, what they have to do to make him better. Oh, I, I imagine they treated him with antifungals. I think his prize was making a medical journal. That was probably his, his real prize. And now he made a podcast. And now he made a uh, international podcast. Thank you for those of you who listen in Ireland. And Canada and the UK. And Canada. Um, exactly. Does it say that did he does he only like sniffing his own socks? Or will he sniff other, other people's socks? Uh, it, it sounds like it was only the socks that he'd worn during the day. Okay. So it, it, from what I can tell, uh, this was not somebody else's socks that he also... Could we send him our socks? Ooh, we should. Uh, they don't list an address for him in the article, but I will do some digging. Do you say this is in China? Indeed. 
Uh, it's not that big. We could find right. It. There's only a billion people. I could narrow it down pretty quickly. I think. <laughs> His name is Peng. How many Pangs can there be? Yeah, really, Peng. That's that's not common here. Here. <laughs> if you ever move to the yes, we can narrow that down. We'll find you. Yeah. We'll track you down. You snock. I can't even say so- sock sniffer. Really is tough. I want to say snock sniffer. Snock sniffer. Um, crazy isn't that fun Ben um, Dr. Imes when you had your days in the ER Mm -hmm. have you ever had an injury by sniffing Um, sniffing a Lego head up their nose or a bean you know, I uh, sniffing and passing out from something. Uh, what did I? I you know, I did when I was working pediatric urgent care. I pulled a uh, something out of a kid's nose. Um, I think it was a Lego, actually, not a, a Lego <laughs> head, but it was. I think he stuffed a Lego up his nose, and I got to go up in there and yank that out. When I was a kid, I stuffed a fortune cookie fortune up my nose. <laughs> And that was stuck there for about five minutes. Before he told us that his boogers sent him a fax. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a message, guys. <laughs> well, not rocking out. Well, guys, I just want you to know that I, I was talking with Sean before this. I did pass up. Uh, an article about um, uh, keto crotch might be the strongest argument for eating carbs yet. <laughs> Explain more. This is this is this is a certain particular smell you get from being on the keto diet, which makes your genitals smell just like acetone. What? Yeah. And it Why? has been affectionately dubbed enough carbs. Because it, I mean, you're developing ketones, and so. It's just a residue that's left behind, and uh, your your genitals smell like acetone. So, uh, affectionately dubbed keto crotch. I I'm reading articles on this because if you if you Google <laughs> keto crotch, <laughs> perfect keto crotch. I think I just got flagged by Google for, for searching keto crotch. And the NSA. It says keto crotch hoax. I know. That's one of the that's one of the first things that comes keto up. Crotch keto crotch conspiracy? That's I'm trying to figure this out. Oh the keto crotchers. Or keto crotch like earthers. Fix. I'm gonna do that one. Keto crotch truthers. Oh, it's fake news. I would never joking. report fake news. I'm just joking. I actually did not fact check that article, which is why I didn't present it. But uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that's the one I passed on. <laughs> Here's a YouTube video. It says keto crotch. Is it a thing? Should I worry? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we also learned about dipping genitals into salsa and why that may or may not be a good thing. Well, it's always not a good thing. It's just how yes. bad can it be? Yes, for those of you who are here only for the review, that was a spoiler. 
but uh, yes, it's always a bad thing. <laughs> the jury is out on if there are negative health benefits. <laughs> there was no jury. It was only a judge, and he did not find it a laughing matter. <laughs> you will get in trouble yes. if you dip your I want to know when he went back to his chambers, like, did he close the door and just bust out laughing at that? Or was he really just grumpy the, the rest of the day? Yeah. How could you not go back to your to your your chambers and be like, what the heck was that? He just ordered Mexican food on Uber Eats and he had salsa sitting back in his chambers for him. And he's like, well, now that's ruined. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can't but, eat that. <laughs> but he left a significant tip for that exactly. driver. Uh, and finally, today we learned about... Uh, over smelling of one's socks can lead to significant health concerns up to and including death. Wait, he died? Well, he could have. He made Wait, it to the hospital in time. People oh. die from from systemic fungal infections all the time. Oh. How do you what I'm I'm so confused. Um, so he made it to the hospital. Yeah, he made it to the hospital. And that's it. End of our end of your story. Uh, yeah. There's no happy outcome in this story. They just said he was then treated by doctors. I don't uh, know if he lived. I'm assuming uh, he did because modern medicine, but yeah. uh, not necessarily. Um, and uh, I think I think that's what we have for you guys today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and this is. Dr. Ben Imes, still a physician. I'm a pirate. <laughs> <laughs> and always willing to share a Yoo-Hoo with you. You know what? I'm going to double down on that. I'm going to join you for the Yoo-Hoo party as well. You're going to rate us on iTunes? No, I, I'm, well, no I'm going to sit down and have a Yoo-Hoo with whoever does rate. You got to bring your own. I'll give the other person their own yoo-hoo, but you got to bring your own. party! <laughs> Let's order chips and salsa! <laughs> <laughs> yoo-hoo and chips and salsa. <clears throat> well, that was an overwhelming success. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Sean Palmer. <laughs> I'm Matt Arms. And I'm Ben Arms. Keep it classy with your yoo-hoos. This episode is brought to you by Fleet Feet Sports in Scottsdale, Arizona. Fleet Feet Sports is a national running shoe company with each location locally owned and operated. Their location here in Scottsdale, Arizona is located off the Pima Princess exit on Loop 101 in Scottsdale, about a quarter mile east of the freeway. They specialize in getting the best fit for every shoe using their Fit ID technology. Their employees are expertly trained and know exactly what they're doing in fitting every person who walks through their doors. I have sent my patients there for about five years for good supportive footwear and it's where i go for my shoes if you mention that you heard about them on the doc doc goose podcast you'll receive 15 dollars off your first pair of shoes and be entered in their awesome rewards program thank you for listening to the doc doc goose podcast if you like what you heard please leave a review to help others discover us Visit our website at www.ddgpodcast.com to read the show notes, blogs, view videos, and interact with the cast. 
You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at the DDG Podcast. If you have an Apple device, you can easily access the podcast by saying, Hey Siri, play the Doc Goose podcast. <laughs>